I got the co- cops called on me on Sunday. What? Oh, yeah, you told me about that. Because of the Jets game, I'm sitting there screaming like a madman in the final two minutes of this game. I go outside to to take my daughter out and, you know, get some fresh air and, like, stop sweating. And my neighbor comes over to me and she's like, call me a butthead and an asshole and all of these things because all she can hear from our house, you know, only 40 feet away, 30 feet away, whatever it is, is me screaming, oh, my God, fuck him up. Uh, I was screaming, bro. No, as she's telling me this story, she's on. She said that she was on the phone with 911 dispatcher. Her boyfriend had come over and realized something was going on with football. And he was like, wait, is he a big football guy? And she's like, yes, as she's on the phone with the dispatcher. And the dispatcher responds by going, well, the Jets and the Giants are playing in thrillers today. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yes. Yeah, so uh... when the Jets win, cops get called. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Break. No, 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 no. Let's get this right. Pandemonium! I'm breaking down the tape. Pandemonium. It was fucking insane. All of week two. Like, the Jets game was, like, the perfect, like, quintessential game of how week two played out for the most part. It was absolute insanity. We've got late game comebacks. We've got all sorts of shit going on. Uh, so we're just going to dive right the fuck into it. Um, you know, Thursday night, Chiefs Chargers. Chargers go to Arrowhead. Chiefs win by three in what is a this was, game. Just a, just a, first of all, amazing, amazing second week of football. Yes. Amazing second week of football. Did not fail. I feel like this is one of the most exciting uh, uh, seasons of football already that I've witnessed in, in 30 years. Probably um, my favorite week of football. I've, yeah, for sure. Char- Chargers Chiefs was an amazing game. And and I'll say this to start it off. And I said what I said, first one of the day. Chargers winning a blowout. If Herbert didn't make the first error of the game, it was a straight shootout between the quarterbacks. Who was going to crack first? And it just so happened as Justin Herbert is on the one fucking yard line, about to go up double digits in scoring throws a 99-yard pick. Yeah, that was to a rookie of all people. And, I mean, he just eh, he just jumped now, around. I, and baited him and I took want it. to break down that play, though. Talk to me. He was hitting Everett that whole drive. Everett tried to ask to be subbed out that next play because he was done. He was tired. You see him just fucking gasping for air. The next play he stays in, he goes to Everett again. Everett was gassed on that route. Wasn't able to even turn around in time. Barely even reacted to the to the defender intercepting the ball. And then when it came to to trying to chase down the defender, like he he had nothing in him. He was gassed. Yeah, yeah. And even if he was at full stamina, not often do you get a tight end that's going to chase down a corner. That's just not. It, it was just bad calling right there. They should have uh, got Everett out the game. They should have checked it to someone else. Um and and. Chargers was the first one to cave. It was a fucking matchup, though. Wow. Yeah. I, he I mean, ended up pulling it out, though. Yeah, and like you said, man, I mean, that's a pick six. You take that away, and even if you don't put a Charger score on the board, 
You take that pick six away, and this game looks completely different. You, you had know, Chiefs I, by four. I had Chargers by four. You got it. Almost to the T. And one thing I want to go into real quick, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. The Chiefs are, I mean, look, eight carries, 74 yards, no touchdowns. Not like crazy, crazy, but I mean, it's better than we've seen. He had a long to 52. He was working into the pass game with 44 yards in the air. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is coming back, man. Or finally he's, he's showing up, I should say. Yes, he's going to be more of a, a Swiss Army knife, too. I feel like um, without Tyreek there, um, they're definitely going to spread the ball around a lot more. And Edward Hilaire is a great receiving back. Um, this offense is going to be a little bit different from the rest of the years. Like, it's going to be a lot more spread out. You're going to see a lot of third and fourth options getting a lot of touches. Which there's nothing wrong with that because they they've got plenty of great third and fourth options to get the I mean and that's before you include I mean look you got Sky Moore Valdez Scantling um you've got Pacheco Clyde Edwards Hilaire obviously Travis Kelsey I, I mean there's plenty of great fourth and fifth Juju and Smith options. which Juju Smith still hasn't even broken out yet I have him in a in my lineups in, in one league and two games in a row he's has not shown up um and it's kind of rough to try to uh, pick in a KC lineup who's going to get the points that week. Yeah, fantasy-wise, don't fuck with any of them. <laughs> Travis Kelsey. Travis, home, tra- yeah, I was say, unless it's Travis Kelsey, like everyone else is kind of up in the air. Yeah, because you never know. Someone's going to bust this week. Someone's going to boom. And it's just because there's a plethora of weapons. This one was but- rough, man. I, I, needed the, I wanted the Chargers to, to take that division win, put them ahead of the Chiefs. But I will say this. I want us to re-see this matchup later on in the season in Arrowhead when Keenan Allen is healthy and on the field because I guarantee you Keenan Allen was the one key difference in this matchup from the Chargers actually keeping the victory in hand. True that. And I mean, it look, was one I- thing to be up without Keenan Allen in the game. I want to see a healthy Chargers lineup with Keenan Allen in there and the Chiefs try to stop Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. I was about to say, Mike Williams was that dude, too, man. Like, let's not pretend Mike Williams, like, didn't step up. But I agree with you. Mike Williams steps up, and you have Keenan Allen on the field. And you put Mike Williams against a number Mike. two corner? Yeah, because most most likely the number one is going to play against Keenan Allen. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Who do you have next? Because I know ESPN ranks this based off of who I like. Yes, the next one I have the Jets, but I'm going to save that one. That one is going to wait. But I'm going to go over to another thriller that we had here. We had the Lions v. Eagles. No. Commanders. Commanders, sorry. That was Lions Eagles was last week. Lions Commanders. You had Lions by eight. I had Lions by six. This yep. another fantastic matchup. Yeah, I, I, the Lions, I, all I can say is the Lions are or who we said they were. We've been saying, and I've had money on the Lions winning that division, and the Lions are who, even in their week one loss to the Eagles, they're out here put what, they score another like 36 or whatever it was, points they scored in the high double digits. I mean, this... you In order to beat them, you got to shoot them out. And any time that Jared Goff comes out here and goes 20 for 34 for 256 yards and four... Tutties? Who ever thought Jared Goff was like, maybe you should have him on your fantasy team? What the fuck? What the fuck? I mean, you got you got Swift, 
You got uh, Amon St. Brown is this guy, bro, is an animal. And I've been calling it the last two years that this guy was going to be something fucking great. Amon St. Brown is a real number one receiver. He has almost 200 all-purpose yards in this game. So 68 yards on the ground, led the team with two rushes for 68 yards on the ground and led the team with nine receptions, 116 yards, and two tutties through the air. And that's on 12. That's a real deal. And I'm mad I didn't get This is the one year that I didn't get him on any league. Any of the five leagues, I didn't get him. I'm mad because in one of my leagues last year, I picked up him and Berrios for the championship, and I was a coward and didn't play it, and I ran it back with both of them. I said, I'm not going to fuck this up again. I'm not going to be a coward, and I ran it the fuck back. I had them both last year. They won me my chip, but this year I never got Amon St. Brown, and Berrios is still on waiver wires out there. I'm waiting a little little later in the year because I think he'll start getting his touches a little later in the year. Yeah, no, I definitely – well – Problem the is, train. the problem is with Berrios right now. You've got Garrett Wilson exploding. We'll we'll talk. We'll talk about the Jets. We'll talk about the Jets. And I ain't got shit to say about the Commanders. So, fuck them. What else you got? Who else you got next? Well, to keep it on the Lions real quick, the Lions did win that, and they're ahead of the schedule. Yes, they're ahead of schedule when it comes to their wins. Yes. Just put that there. Next, I got uh, Saints-Bucks. You had the Saints by four. I had the uh, Bucks by three. I, Brady finally got his win over the Bucks or over the Saints since he's been with the Bucks, and it comes it on. A little un- weird. It was twenty to ten. Um, obviously, Brady has his issues with the team. You know, they're not one hundred percent healthy. Um, the Saints just. Jameis Winston, for some reason, was not like he he went he reverted back to old Jameis Winston. Yeah. So multiple reasons why this game pisses me off. I bet 50 cents that no one was scoring a touchdown in this game. And I came less than one quarter away from making that happen and winning 40 bucks on 50 cents. So a little annoyed at that. Um, And yet three fourth quarter interceptions by Jameis, man. I know that with his style of play, you're going to get shit like that. But. God damn! Someone, someone, I, I, and I was, I was like, you know, I've obviously ESPN and Bleach Report, and I'm like reading articles and stuff. Someone said something that caught my eye, and they were like, he, he was bored. No, nah. it was like he was bored and and wanted to start gunslinging and reverted back to the old Jameis Winston. Instead of just doing what he was supposed to do, it was like he got bored with the the game plan and just wanted to gunsling. I mean, maybe, maybe he was getting antsy to try and push the ball in a low scoring game. You know what I mean? Against Tom Brady. I don't know. Look, if I'm the Saints, I'm not pressing the panic button here. Losing to Tom Brady isn't exactly like, oh my fucking God. You know, obviously you don't want to see three interceptions out of Jameis Winston. Yeah, but when you're a a potential contender for the playoffs and you're playing a Tom Brady that's not 100% healthy, this is a game you should be getting. This is the, it's a must. It is a must. In order to beat Brady, that's hard enough. But if you have an unhealthy team that Brady has, that's that's a must. You have to pull that out. No, I definitely agree with you there. You definitely have to capitalize because you're not going to get that kind of situation often. And I agree with you that you got to capitalize there, but nothing about this game makes me go, oh, my God, the Saints are, are, are failures. It's Yeah. I agree with that. I mean, Kamara was out 
um, right. last minute. Kamara was out last minute. There were some um, um, uh, some misses. Um, key thing in the game, though, Mike Evans and Lattimore. This is, has been a reoccurring thing for years, I think dating back to as late as 2016. Mm-hmm. I think it's 2017. They've had three incidents. This Counting this one, I think three incidents now. Um, first one, a little scuffle where, where Mike Evans actually throws bows on Lattimore on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one was kind of a, a, some pushing and shoving. Um, and then this one, obviously, there's a lot of bad blood between these two guys. Um, both of them are not going to back down. Both of them are getting invited to the cookout just so we can see them go at it again because both of them are gangsters. I have to say, I don't think they like each other. I don't know what gives me that impression. I think they're best friends. <laughs> I think they're best friends. In all honesty, though, I, I so I really don't think they like each other, but I can see best friends. Like, I know that if me and you played at, like, the professional level like that and were, like, positions that went head-to-head, we'd fight every game. I know. in high school all the time. We say, would both receivers and DBs, and we went against each other all the time. I was gonna say, I know for a fact we'd be beating the absolute shit out of each other. If I was, to, if I was big enough to play the line, I'd shit on you every single time. I teabag you every pancake I got. I teabag you. I mean, shit. I pancake you now, but both of you to assume anyway. <laughs> <laughs> What do we got? Panthers and Giants? ready for this swim move. Yeah, okay. Okay. Michael Phelps over there. Um, Yeah, but I did not agree with um, the suspension. I guess, I guess, I guess everyone else is against me. I think if if he's getting suspended, Lattimore should get suspended. Um, I don't think either one of them should have gotten suspended. If anything, Evans should get the biggest of the fines. Yeah, for sure. But a one game, like, I guess they're dating it back because it's such a reoccurring event. Yo, fuck off, though. Fuck off, because didn't somebody from the Commanders just get fucking suspended for four games because he broke a vacuum cleaner? Like, fuck off. The NFL has no idea how to fucking suspend people properly. You, you know, you had a fucking rapist out there that's going to get suspended fucking 11 games, but you broke a but fucking... But Gordon is smoking and token, and he's, he's gone, vanished. Right. You, you fucking push somebody in the heat of the moment because they fucked with your quarterback and you're suspended for, like, fuck off. It's not like he threw punches. It's not like he fucking ripped helmets off. Like, I don't know. I think this is a whole lot of nothing. And I'm surprised that they went so hard on him knowing who the quarterback is. Like, usually when shit revolts, um, happens around Tom Brady, like that, you don't see that. Like, you're not mm-hmm. getting a suspension if you do it for Tom Brady. Yeah, Florida Tom hasn't been getting the kind of the kind of support from from the league. I think this whole, you know, Miami Dolphins front office tampering bullshit. I think that's kind of soured his relationship with good old Goodell. I don't think they're fun. I'll tell you what. If that would have happened and and my and Tom Brady would have ended up in Miami with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. With Sean Payton as their head coach, then you would see the old sixteen and zero Miami Dolphins. I was gonna say that's the second undefeated team in history. I guarantee it. I'm with you. I'm with you. I agree wholeheartedly. That would have been literally nine, nine. Uh, what twenty and zero? That would have been twenty and zero. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. I agree. Anyway, 
Next up, we have a fucking other thriller. And if I had my fucking Barkley jersey, I should have came down in my Barkley jersey and my Jets fucking cap because I'm that type of person. We got the Giants. We got the Panthers. You took Panthers by five. I took Giants by seven. Let's go. Let's go 2-0. Oh. Woo! Oh, for the Giants, I thought you meant your your record. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> but no, yeah, 19 to 16, the Giants pulled this one out, man. Um, ever since uh, this is the first year that they've had a winning record since that infamous boat picture. Um, and look, it's nothing flashy, but it just goes to show how different this team is with one man who's on the football field, Saquon Barkley, and and a capable head coach. Because I, I guarantee you, you would not see this if it wasn't Brian Dabble as a head coach. That's true. If it was still same old, no. No, I agree with you. I mean, look, not, nothing for anybody really jumps off the page here. Nothing at all for anybody. And, I mean, Barkley had 72 yards rushing, yeah. which, is, which is nice. Um, difference is, if you would have added in the touchdown, okay, then you could be like, okay, yeah. Right. But they did what they were supposed to do. The defense held up, and the kickers, it was just a kickers match. Yeah. And you know what? If that's what's going to win you the game, that's what's going to win you the game. You're going to tell me that my defense went out there and stopped CMC and made sure Baker Mayfield didn't hit Robbie Anderson for a long ball? Sure, I'll take that. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly. This wasn't this wasn't a bad game. I, I just an overall tight ship. And you know what? What what more do you want? What more? They're two and zero in the division. Eagles got them just by points scored. And you know what? Giants are going to Dallas next week. And when we get there, you know who I'm picking. I don't know. I'm kind of back and forth. I'm not going to lie. We'll get, there. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Next we'll, up, we got uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh and uh, who did Pittsburgh play? Patriots. Patriots. I didn't write who they played. I just wrote our predictions. And uh, who, who predicted what here? We both took Pittsburgh by three. Dummies. Dude, Dummies. we literally, like, had it right, but we bet on the wrong teams. Uh, damn. <laughs> That's what you get for betting against Bill Belichick. That's yeah. Uh, sloppy game. Um, yeah. Again, another game where nothing pops out. Um, defense. Uh, I feel like if TJ Watt was in the game, Steelers pull this one out. Yeah, if TJ Watts in the game, this this looks completely different. You know what I mean? Like the the Steelers defense didn't really get after get after anything. I and they didn't play a bad game, but they didn't they just didn't play a great one. You know, I, I mean they allowed Mac Jones for 252 yards, a touchdown. He did throw an interception. They allowed Damian Harris for 71 yards on the ground with one touchdown. I mean, shit, they even let Nelson fucking Aguilar get a touchdown. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude went fucking 100 plus yards, nine catches, a touch, like Aguilar? That's what I'm saying. Who, who is this guy? Aguilar, who went six for six, six targets, six receptions on that. Like, you like, know what who? I mean? So, not that they played a terrible game, but like, you didn't play a great one. This is like your standard Bill Belichick game. We're not going to score a lot. We're going to keep this nice and simple, and we're just going to win, period. Pittsburgh should have had that, but. New England, New England needed that W. After moving so badly to Miami. True that. 
Next up, we got Indy versus Jags. And you, you took Indy by 14. I took Indy by eight. This was just a no. Where, what has happened to Indy? What the fuck? To Jacksonville? 24 to zero? I, I still don't understand what I saw. Fucking Matt Ryan throws three interceptions. No, I don't care about that. They lost to Jacksonville. I could deal with Matt Ryan throwing three interceptions, but to Jacksonville, the number one team in that division right now is Jacksonville at one and one. What is this fucking 2012? This is I, insane. This yeah. is there's there's I, just no Jonathan way. Jonathan Taylor has been MIA. That offensive line has not been what it was last year. Defense, like, what the hell are you doing, the defense? Like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, you went out there and got Stephon Gilmore for what? You know what I mean? Like, what do I, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. They I don't know what the fuck to tell you. They better flip um, this shit around. I'm already trying to find a better defense for next week. I got to get rid of the Colts defense. I dropped them in all the leagues that I have. I, I fucking fuck you. I dropped them. <laughs> I don't even care what I get. I'll, I'd rather put no defense out on the fucking field and score zero that you got way. Christian Kirk out here. I was giving him hella shit about being a number one receiver. He's out here balling the last two weeks. Yeah, no, I, I'm. I've got nothing to fucking say to you on this. I don't. I I will refuse. By the way, for all of you, oh, you said Jacksonville sucks. They do. Trevor Lawrence still sucks. But I don't know what the fuck happened with the Colts. I, I did lose my bet to Wild though. Ten bucks. Trey Lance throws more touchdowns than Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> oh, brutal! I had to pay that yeah. one out. He and I was like, good, not though. that I like Trey Lance, I just had more faith than him throwing touchdowns than Trevor Lawrence. Uh, and he, I mean, Trevor only threw two of them. Trey Lance very well could have. Yeah, but, but he goes out there and pulls a Dak. Yeah, yeah. Broken Ugh. ankles. Next, we got Baltimore. Baltimore and Miami, you have Baltimore by 10. I have Baltimore by four. They had the Baltimore by 10. Like, they had it in the bag. And then they, I don't benched, know what it, they benched their starting corners in the fourth okay, quarter. Okay, first of all, first of all, because my cousin did uh, call me out on this. Since we're on the Miami-Baltimore game right now, my cousin, Kuko, uh, nickname, George, uh, I know you listened to the last episode. You hit me up, private messaged me, gave me hella shit for calling him out as a Miami Dolphins fan and calling out Tua and Miami Dolphins. So I am going to give him his respect this week. You got it. Miami went out there and balled out. They are 2-0. I, I can't say anything too crazy negative, even though I do got negatives about them. Um, I, you proved me wrong like right now. Like you have, They are proving me wrong. They're still 15 games of the season, though. Right. But you are, as of right now, proving me wrong, Kuko. You got this one. That's all I got. You know, and I said the same thing. I've tweeted the same thing. I've said the same thing. Look, he went out there and had an amazing tour, went out there and had an amazing game. Threw six touchdowns, damn near 500 yards, still threw two interceptions, but had an amazing game, right? Really an amazing fourth quarter. He had a mediocre three quarters and he had an amazing fourth, but he had a great game. But Mitch Trubisky has thrown six touchdowns in a game. Nick Foles has thrown seven. He is tied with Peyton Manning for seven touchdowns in a single game. Single great games can happen. Doesn't mean that you take away from it. It's still amazing. He still did it. I can't knock him last week. But, but for, all of multiple fans, times. for all of you Dolphins fans who want to comment on the YouTube channel and slide into my DMs, you need to do research. Show me your research that you've done that said that they were going to put up 28 points in the fourth quarter. 
Show me the research that you've done that they were going to I bet you was real quiet before he started throwing them touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Silent as fuck. Because... And, and let's, let's, let's really get to the good part of this shit real quick. And I, I want to tell some of you guys out there, especially you Dolphins fans, the whole, oh, the next Dan Marino, cut it out. Stop yeah. that shit right now. And you can't... Stop it. Because if you want to really go there, Dan Marino never won a goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. Great quarterback, never won a goddamn thing. And you can't tell me if you really watch that and game. Never compare him to Dan Marino. Never. You can't tell me if you really watch that game that you're proud of every single throw that Tua threw. You and can't that was tell my me. next point to get to. A fucking, there was multiple instances where receivers had to pull up. We talked about this in pre, where they had to pull up and, and fucking sit there and wait for the ball to get there. God, there thank you. When Jason Waddle, have... There's a difference between Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill being two of the fastest people in the NFL who can get a 10-yard head jump on the DB and you can underthrow, like Zach said in pre, seven yards because you already got him beat by 10. So he can let up to catch the ball and then accelerate again, which was what happened on three of those six touchdowns, maybe even four. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, Tua's not throwing people open here. Tua's almost throwing them covered because he's under-throwing the ball. He's just All lucky he that to do was Patty Mahomes less accurate. Just throw the ball up. Tyreek Hill will get there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. The difference is, is that he can hit Patty. Patty Mahomes is going to hit him in a stride. He's going to have to wait and come back for your shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm still, I still haven't done the research yet, but I want to see how many yak yards there are. Again, Tua had a oh, great game. For all the oh, people I wish I had that number ready. I wish. Mm-hmm. For all the people, you're a hater. You just can't give him his due. I've said from the rip, I like Tua, and I hope he succeeds. But I will I'm eat that. Tired. I got it opposite. I am tired of Dolphins fans making it something it isn't. He is a mediocre quarterback. One great game, and it was a great fucking game does not wipe away the past three seasons. And like you said, there are 15 more games. Another note before we move on. You beat the Patriots. Cool. They're not running the division anymore. You beat the Baltimore Ravens. Cool. They're not in our division. Talk to me when you beat Buffalo. Do that to Buffalo. We're going to, I, I will get to to Buffalo and then I'll eat my words. Mm, we'll talk at the end of the season. If he can consistently, I'm, and look, I'm not expecting 500 yard games. I'm not expecting six touchdown games. Let's, I'm not, I'm being real. I'll be realistic. Six touchdowns? That's probably a quarter of the touchdowns he's going to throw all season. Amen to that. If you can just give me like consistently good football games, every now and then you have a bad one. It is what it is. My thing with like Tua stands is that you're using this game and wiping away three years of mediocrity just completely washing it down the drain let's talk at the end of the season if he has a good season i'll eat my words mind you you still have a tampering charge on your shit amen but don't come after me oh you need to do your research you need to stop on that dude's dick that's what you, you probably need. didn't even do research to say do your research i'm telling you bro because i guarantee you if i ask because i have asked and i will ask where where's your research that shows me that you were going to predict this is it just your opinion because you like to gobble on his ball sack? Because I think that's what it is. Anyway, moving on. Next up, we have ugh, another fucking, like, what happened here? 
We got the Bengals. You had Bengals by 17. I had Bengals by nine. They went out. Who they played? The Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. I had the Dallas Cowboys going 0-2. They should be 0-2. How are you going to get dotted up by Cooper Rush? How are you going to get dotted up? And, like, it's not even like, you know. Joe became a meme. If you saw his face at the end of the game, that's that's classic meme. It's not even like, you know what I mean? Like, the Rush game took care of this. Like, yeah, there was 107 yards combined on the ground. But, like, let's not pretend that that's what carried the – you got dotted up by Cooper fucking Rush. What are we doing here? I know the Super Bowl hangos, hangovers are a real thing, but holy hell, this is bad. And I think that's what this is. I guess, I guess this is the only excuse I can, like, try to hang my hat on is the, is the Super Bowl slump. Like, wow. like they, they're just drunk on where they were. Like, I mean, granted, we both had said it. They're still going to be good, but they're not going to be uh, uh, not even the inkling close to what they were last year. They just went on a super hot streak and made it to the Super Bowl. The, we both agreed they weren't going to go to the Super Bowl this year. We both agreed they'd be really good, but not what they were last year. So it's not like we're right. disappointed. And that's disappointed that they should be 2-0, though. Yeah. Like two games that you should have had won. Yeah, and you've got to be an injured Dallas Cowboys, right? Dalton Schultz not no really Dak. Like, no Dak, Dak is the Dallas Cowboys. No Dak, that's like, I don't care how good that defense is. No Dak, you should win that game. Yeah, they just got they just got torn apart. I mean, look, Dallas still had to win in the final seconds with a late run and a late field goal, but you should not be, again, getting dotted up by Cooper Rush. Jamar Chase cannot have five catches for 54 yards and no touchdowns. Trayvon Diggs locked his ass down. Absolutely locked it's his going, And then you know what? I can't even be mad at that. That's going to happen. Eventually, shit like that's going to happen where two greats meet and one beats one. It's, it, that's going to happen. You still have T. Higgins. You still have Mixon. You still, I mean, granted, that offensive line, he's on, from what I heard, he's on pace to get hit over 200 times. He's on pace for 110 sacks. He got sacked six times in this game, seven in the first. He got he, sacked 56, I think 56, 57 times last year. And he's on pace for over for double that. That's you're gonna get this kid killed. He's and not it, gonna have a long career. No. He's no, going Joe, to be Andrew. He's Andrew Luck 2.0. Stole the words right out of my mouth. It's exactly where I was going. Andrew That's, Luck 2.0. You better protect this man. If I'm Joe, I'm sitting out until they trade me or I retire. Like I, fuck I was that. about to say, if I'm Joe, play out my contract, hope that I make it there, and I'm walking. Uh, you know what? Indy got one of the strongest lines in the league. Matt Ryan's old. Mm-hmm. Pittman mm-hmm. will be in his prime. Jonathan Taylor will be in his prime. I will be in my prime. I'm going over there. I, I wouldn't even wait to that in my career. I'd force a trade now. They're gonna get I'm this going over there. Shit, you don't want to go over there. Where else we got? Shit. Cleveland's a shit show right now. We true that. Cleveland, and he yeah. an Ohio guy. Yeah, you don't have to move too far. You don't have to move too far. You're going from Cincinnati to Cleveland. Yeah, man, that game, I just, I mean, good for the Cowboys. Great last second heroics. You know, Cooper Rush out here dotting them up. But you cannot, you cannot have Joe Burrow throwing under 200 yards. You cannot have uh, Jamar Chase That's under. That's why I lose my fantasy leagues. I got Joe Burrow on three of the five leagues. 
Dude, I, I just don't know what the fuck happened. I mean, obviously we do. I mean, the Cowboys got after him, didn't allow him to do anything. Unacceptable. Unfucking acceptable. The Bengals need to do something, bro. This is bad. Like their division, like like just like the AFC South. Look at look at the look at the AFC North right now. Bengals 0-2. Ravens are one and one, which should have been 0-2 to the Jets. Fucking uh um uh, Steelers are are one and one. The Browns are one and one. Like Look at this shit. Yeah, it's it's a shit show right now. It's the this this second week has been a shit show. I love it. Next up, we got the Rams. Uh, you had Rams by twelve. I had Rams by ten. This game pisses me off. Who they play again? They played the Falcons. Uh. This game pisses me off. They won by four, but this game pisses me off because I bet the Rams to cover that ten point spread, and they only won by four against the fucking Falcons. Fuckers. Yeah, the Rams should have dominated this game more. Which, but it widened my eyes on the Falcons a little bit. Honestly, it was less about what the what the Rams did and what's going on. Because I know the Rams, like we said last week, they're gonna get some mid-season form. They're gonna, you know, the Rams are gonna be the Rams. Right. So I don't look over to that side. But it shocked me with the way the Falcons played. Defense played well. They kept it close. My thing is, is that they're they're still not putting Kyle Pitts. Like, Kyle Pitts is still not getting any touches. Yeah, three targets. He only got three targets. Trust me, I got Kyle Pitts in one of my leagues. Trust me, I'm keeping an eye on that shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm keeping an eye on that shit. Kyle Pitts hasn't been getting touches. Um, Kyle the run game has been okay, but Cordell Patterson can do way better than what he's been doing. Yeah. Yeah, no. Drake it... London still hasn't, like, really popped. So it's like they're playing well. And they're catching my eye, but I'm waiting to see a little bit. Like, they can do something. Yes and no. And in all honesty, again, another quarterback that I like, but I just don't think is going to do it. Marcus Mariota does nothing to elevate the team around him. Nothing whatsoever. Which is why I was an advocate for, I'm saying somewhere around, depending on their schedule, um, uh, uh, um, record, Right. I'm thinking somewhere around week five or six is where Ritter uh, at this gets point, in there. At this point, what 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 else are you gonna do? Why not? I've been an advocate of him being the starter. I know you don't want rookies starting, so I was saying even before the season started, I project him to be the starter eventually. I'm thinking some depending on their record, you got to give this kid some reps. Honestly, at this point, I don't disagree with you because what are you? You can't do any worse than Mariota's doing. You, yeah, you got to give them. I mean, if they if they continue to win, you leave Mariota in. That's a given. I, I give you don't don't fix something that's not broken. Sure, but, but at the same time, you're gonna have to get this kid reps because you and I both know that Mariota's not the long term person. Nah, he's simply a band aid. And like, it's look a at last. I mean, well. granted, last night was a little different, and we'll get there when we get to that game with the Bills game, uh, with Tennessee. But Tennessee did it third quarter. They pulled Ryan Tannehill. They said, first of all, Ryan Tannehill, you're trash and get the fuck off the field. And they gave Malik Willis his his, his reps for two quarters. Fuck it. You're already getting smashed. Might as well. No, I, I don't disagree with you. At this point, you know, maybe give it to midway through the season just to make sure Ritter has a strong grasp on what's going on. But I, I wouldn't be shocked if we see Ritter sooner rather than later. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got the 49ers in Seattle. 
You took took the Niners by four. I took the Seattle uh, Seahawks by five. Um, You definitely won that one. Um, Man. Key thing, uh, still a blowout, still a blowout. But the key thing was Trey Lance, um, three passes in, barely into the first quarter, pulls a dash, snaps his ankle, surgery, done for the year. Jimmy Garoppolo comes in torches the Seahawks with the smile on his face. And he stayed. I, extra- I got a lot to say about this. He stayed extra late to make sure he was signing shit for fans. Did you see that? I, I don't know. Obviously we know who loses in this game. It's the Seahawks, but I really don't give a shit about the game because the Seahawks aren't doing anything, but the, the, it's, it's this storyline, right? Like this is the big thing. First of all, before we get too deep, Jeff Wilson, Jr., Definitely a great replacement for Elijah Mitchell. Went out there, 18 carries, 84 yards. Definitely a bell cow that can that can handle the touches. Um, but but goddamn, I still maintain that the Niners fucked up this situation egregiously. But they come out crawling face first through shit, smelling like roses. Because here we go, Jimmy G's the savior. What if Jimmy does well? I, I'm I, I. The minute the minute the ankle said snap, I called. I I jumped on and I started calling it on some of the chats that I was in. Jimmy G is going to come out. He is going to torch the NFL, potentially taking the Niners back to the Super Bowl, and then give the big fuck you to the Niners and sign a four year deal somewhere else. My question is, especially what, if he wins the Super Bowl, I was gonna say if he goes to the Super Bowl, I you're agree. giving him a full year of no whiny little bitch who, who's who's over fucking privileged. A full year after you just told Jimmy G after you throw first of all, reverse you played him, you lied to him, you you draft his fucking replacement, then you bench him. And, and, and start his replacement because his replacement is fucking bitching and whining about being the starter. Then he goes out and snaps his ankle. He is going to torch the NFL, the 49ers, book it, might even make it to the Super Bowl, and he's going to throw up the fucking middle fingers and find a deal somewhere else. I'm, you know, and I don't disagree if that happens. My thing is, even if he just makes the playoffs, you know, I don't think it's as serious as going to the Super Bowl. If he just makes the playoffs. No, because he made the playoffs last year. Yeah, but no, I, I think this I think is all about going back to the NFC Championship game and potentially the Super Bowl. If he makes the Super Bowl, win or lose, you say fuck you, bitch. I think if he makes the playoffs, no matter what, the Niners already have egg on their face. If he makes the playoffs, the Niners are stuck in a shit position because they either got to take the L on Trey Lance and bench him, or you know what I mean. Like they only gotta- signed Garoppolo on a one-year deal. He's a free agent after this. I, He's I, walking. I, 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 the but, boots are made for walking, and that's and re- just what they'll do. Do you try and re-sign him if you're the Niners, or do you do you just let him walk for nope. free? If I'm Jimmy G, I'm being the pettiest little bitch. I'm, nope, fuck you. Suck these nuts. What about a franchise tag? What if they slap him with that shit? They can't. I don't think they can. Why not? They haven't used it on him. They, he's past the time of, I think after so many years, you can't get franchise tagged I, as a player. 
I don't know. I'm not entirely sure. There's weird rules on franchise tags. I, I want to look into that, but I'm pretty sure after, I, I want to say it has something to do with your contracts. I think yeah, after right. like two or three contracts that you had in your, like you can't get franchise tagged. Because hmm. I know there's- I'm a, not 100% sure, but I want to look into that. Yeah, because I know that there's an unrestricted franchise tag and a restricted franchise tag, and they come with weird rules, and I'm not entirely sure. I'll admit that. But I don't know. I just this is going to be an interesting situation to monitor as the fucking season He's goes. On. Going to I'm what Tra- <laughs> trade who the trade area is closed. Trade who? This is what I'm saying. This is not an injury where Trey Lance isn't like 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 he might come back. Like no, you're not going oh, to yeah. see him till next year. So that means yeah, he's, he's sitting on the sideline moping, and he's going to witness Jimmy G. Whip his fucking dick out and sling it all over the hundred yards of the field. A hundred percent. Here's here's my caution to San Francisco's front office. You did this shit with Alex Smith and Colin Kaepernick. You had a proven game manager who could get you where you needed to be, and then you went after the shiny new toy and it let you down. Which what you blackballed. And then you, you blackballed it, because mm-hmm. it had nothing to do with Colin Kaepernick because he also got there. Mm. Uh, that was Alex Smith who got most of the season. True, that uh, was half, half and half. I'll I'll give you that. But you, you had a proven game manager, and then he went after the shiny new toy. In the end, he didn't pan out. Then you went after the proven game manager, and you traded for Jimmy G, and he got you to where you wanted to be. Twice. And then you went after the shiny twice? new toy. Oh, once, once, twice. NFC Championship twice, uh, Super Bowl once. Okay. Um, but then you went after the shiny new toy and it's biting you in the ass again. Stay a game managing team. Sometimes, sometimes that's just who you are, right? Look at at the way Shanahan works. Look at the way he treats his running backs. Uh He's trying to treat his quarterbacks the way he treats his running backs. And you can't do that. If you're going to treat your running backs and your wide receivers that way, that means your wide, your, your quarterback has to be stable. I agree. I agree. It's uh, it's a tough time over there in the Trey, or well, not the Trey area, in the Bay area, in the Jimmy now area. Now I want to like re, uh, do my cut back. I, I, well, I had uh, Bills. Uh, who did I have in the Super Bowl? I don't remember. We'll have to go back and listen. Bills, to uh, I think I had the Bills Rams running it back. I think so. I think it was either, uh, yeah, Bills Rams or Bills Bucks. I think I might have been Bills Bucks. But I think I might have been Bills Rams running it back. But I probably cool. don't want to redo my shit now because the 49ers, people are saying, oh, but their defense isn't the same. But da, da, da. I don't know. I don't know. Jimmy G runs the offense. And you see it a completely different, in a whole different spectrum than the way Trey Lance was running the shit. 100%. 100%. I think Debo, once he saw him snap his ankle, was like, "Yeah, I got Bro, my boy back." Through a part, that's I got my boy back. I think you're wrong. <laughs> anyway. I swear to God, I swore I saw a smirk on his face at one point where he's like, "Yeah, I got my boy back." A little confetti thrown under the. <laughs> he was like, "You know what? Maybe I will run a hundred percent now." Yeah, maybe maybe I will sign a contract. Maybe I'll stop. Maybe I'll stop running at eighty percent. I'll I'll run. I'll, I'll, I won't let him tackle me this time. I know I'm gonna outrun the guy. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. It's gonna be an interesting situation to monitor moving forward. Next up, we got the Broncos. Who the Broncos play? Who the, uh, they got the uh, the Texans? Another one that Texans. didn't cover the ten points. I bet. 
You Bad. had Broncos by 17. I had Broncos by 12. So what obviously 16, 16, 9. 16-9. So you were closer on the points, but we both took the W on the win. Yeah. Uh still not um not impressed by the, the Broncos at all. At um, all. And and Houston, I'm actually more impressed with Houston. Yeah. More I mean, impressed with Houston. They they played well. I think did they win last week? Yeah, they um no, they tied. They tied the Colts week one. Yeah, so like I'm more impressed with the way Houston is playing right now. Like you tie the Colts who are playing like fucking shit right now, um, in your own division, mind you, and then which gives you even more of a chance to try to win that division because you just tied with someone in your division. And then you go out and you you know, you play pretty decent against Broncos. Yeah, I mean, they forced a late-game comeback by the Broncos. They were leading going into the fourth quarter, you know, on, on field goals only. So, I mean, look, I, this is the kind of game I expected out of the Texans. Like, you, I, I wouldn't say I'm impressed, but I'm just, like, this is what I expected. But the Broncos, this is, I don't know if this is a Russell Wilson thing. Is this a Nathaniel Hackett thing? Is this a, a just trying to figure it out thing? I, I don't know. I see a lot of blame on Nathaniel Hacken. Um, and they're saying, like, originally, obviously, he wanted Aaron Rodgers there and couldn't get him. But yeah, but I, 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 just, I just don't know. I, I never liked Russell Wilson in Denver. I mean, I never, I never put Russell on the pedestal that a lot of people put him on, but 14 for 31. That's and you can't blame the receivers. I, this is where I say you cannot blame the receivers because last year, Cortland Sutton did fine with who he had. Yeah, I mean, look, Jerry Judy did fine with who he had. Yeah, the receivers are catching what's being thrown to them. It's just uh, Cortland Sutton, 11 targets, Tyree Cleveland, whoever the fuck that is, three targets, Eric Sarbert, their tight end, two targets, Kendall, they Hayden, got nobody. One target. Jerry Judy, three targets, but he was injured. Javante Williams, four. Melvin Gordon, one. You know, yeah, but you're like, also not running the ball. You got two two great running backs that you should be running the ball more. You should be run heavy first, play action, because you got the receivers to play action and Sutton and Judy. You got the speed. No, I So I why agree. are you trying to Aaron Rodgers gunsling when you should well you should be not I shouldn't say Aaron Rodgers gunsling because that it's Aaron Rodgers but lesser run no. heavy play action and they were doing well on the ground I mean Javante Williams 75 yards Melvin Gordon 47 but they just couldn't put the ball in the end zone on the ground no touchdowns for anybody and like, when I say I, uh, Aaron Rodgers but lesser is because I put Aaron Rodgers better than Russell Wilson not that uh, the teams I, are equal no 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 I knew what you meant I knew what you meant um, but no, I just, I don't know yet. They got the win, but the, to win by seven against the Texans. Like I, I said, I'm more like, impressed with the Texans putting up a fight than yeah. Denver winning. Yeah, I agree. I agree. There shouldn't, you shouldn't have to beat the Texans in a fourth quarter touchdown in order to, to push past them. It just shouldn't be what's happening. Especially but, after you just let Seattle do what they did to you. Yeah, I'm saying. Uh, you'd think you'd come back for the revenge game, and then you you put up this barn burner. You put so up the same know. amount of points you did last week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm not. I'm not impressed by the Broncos, and if I'm a Denver fan, I'm a little bit worried. Yeah. Um. Next up, I got the Raiders. 
the Raiders, Shoo. you said Raiders by five. I said Raiders by eight. Um, this was a very, very upsetting game. How Shoo. are you up 20-0 going into the fourth quarter on the Cardinals and you let the dude that does not study come back and beat you? I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know what to say. And you didn't I mean, score anymore. You mean you got Devontae Adams and you don't score again? Yeah, they were up 23 to 7 at the end of the third quarter, and you wind up losing 29 to 3. What are we doing? What are like how do you let Kyler Murray pull those late game antics? And that's exactly what happened. Is he that, just that little one? That little run where he's like on the 10 yard line and he ran for like 89 yards before <laughs> running for the two yards that he actually needed to score. Unacceptable. Yeah. Unacceptable. Dude, Max what? Crosby. My ent- next day, practice next day, everyone's job I... is on the line. Everyone's job is on the line. You do not let that happen. Max Crosby just signed like this big extension, you know, DN for the Raiders just signed this big extension, had a hell of a season last season, got shook off on that very run that you just talked about, got shook off by five foot nothing, 208 ounces fucking Kyler Murray. What? Are we, what? You got shook off by what? You, my boy, you need to be in the weight room and stop worrying about your tattoos. You're like, what are you doing? What are you? Come on. This Come is on. Like, like you take the L in week one already in a key division matchup against the Chargers. Then you come out against the Cardinals where you did what exactly what you're supposed to do. You fucking molly them for three quarters. Mm-hmm. And then. And Hunter Renfro, man, I like Hunter Renfro, but this is his fault. The defense stops them in the, in overtime. You know, the Raiders get the ball back. They're moving down the field. Hunter Renfro fumbles, gets the fumble back, okay. Like two plays later, fumbles again, return for the touchdown, and that's how they lose. What are you what? Get some stick on, bro. Take the fine. Take the fine, but don't first of all, why isn't Darren Waller getting more touches? Why isn't Devontae do you see Devontae Adams stats? Two two receptions, 12 yards, one touchdown on seven targets. You got clamped by the Cardinals? Who who who's the number one DB? I think it's a Buda Baker P- safety. I, like I, yeah, but he's not playing. He's not playing on Adams. That's what I'm saying. Like your safety is your best DB, and you got clamped. Who they, do they still got Peterson? No, nope. I mean, uh, <laughs> who the fuck is who, who the fuck is clamping him down? I mean, maybe Byron Murphy was on him. I haven't watched the game. Byron Murphy is the one who scored the game-winning touchdown. But this was a, a, you, you, seven targets. That's it, and only two. Like that's wild. I was upset because I got Devontae Adams in one of the leagues too, and I'm like, bro, nothing. Nothing. Yards? Like Devontae Adams should be given ten catches, 150 yards, 47 touchdowns a game. Yeah, in the first quarter. <laughs> like, like, like. Yeah, you can't be you can't be clamped against the Cardinals. Come on, Darren uh, Waller, nothing. I have him in the league too. Nothing. And like you said, I mean, for three quarters, you did exactly what we expected this game to be, and then out of nowhere, wh- what you just forgot? You just uh, uh, wild. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> next up, we got the Bears. We got the Bears in Green Bay. You had Bears by eight. I had Green Bay by seven. I had Bears. 
You had Bears by eight. I had Green Bay by seven. I feel like you wrote that down wrong. I might have gotten a little ignorant last week. <laughs> yep, I wrote that down. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> well, Green Bay came right. out. Aaron Rodgers still owns them. Um, he did exactly what he was supposed to do this game. Run heavy. Play action. Russell, learn. Yeah, I mean, 203 yards on the ground. Aaron Jones, 132. A.J. Dillon, 61. Jones capped it off with a touchdown. Exactly what. Now Green Bay needs to come back out and, and repeat. And the Bears, honestly, I got nothing bad to really say about you. Like, like I really nothing really bad to say about you. Justin Fields needs to clean up his his, his completions. You know what? He does, what not very accurate. You know what gets me is he went 7 for 11. You only let Justin Fields throw the ball 11 times? I know he threw the one interception, right? And yeah, but and I get David Montgomery, you know, 15 carries, 122 yards on the ground. He did great, but you're only throwing the ball 11 times and you expect to win against the Green Bay Packers against anybody. A whole a whole game where your quarterback is just handing off. Like I'd be tight. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't get the game plan here. I, don't... I get when Bill Belichick did it because that was the game plan. But like, I'd be yeah. tight. Bill Belichick did it when there was like 14 feet of snow on the ground and you couldn't see more than three inches in front of your face. And the wind was blowing in your direction, no matter which way you were facing at 100 miles an hour. Like there is a little bit of a difference between the two games here. Yeah, I, I think. And look, they lost by 17, made me some money because I bet Packers by 10. But. I don't know. I feel like maybe if you kind of take the reins off Justin Fields a little bit, this game might look a little different. Maybe and I keep telling this to Christy. Yeah, I keep saying this to Christy because Christy actually has Justin Fields in the in the, in the lead as a backup for Dak, so she plugged him in but picked up Winston. She had plugged in Winston to play, thinking you know he wouldn't throw those four, five, three, four interceptions. Right. Um, but she also had to, I'm like, you know, it's not bad to hold on to Justin Fields if you want to throw him in and have him as your backup. But, like, he needs to throw more passes. They need to give him more. Like, he's yeah. obviously completing most of his passes. The, the, the thing is, is, like, he tries to take those chances and he throws the pick, but then you stop letting him throw the ball once he throws that pick. Yeah, you can't, you can't be letting, you can't be letting, you're like, this is your franchise guy and you're treating him like. So you're telling me he goes, he goes six four ten. He throws a pick, you let him throw one more pass, and then you don't let him throw the ball no more. Yeah, yeah, no, it's – that's insane to me, especially when Green Bay jumped up by the lead that they did. I mean, they went up 21 points in the second quarter. They scored 21 in the second quarter alone, and you just, nope, we're not going to try and match them at all. Like, I understand wanting to stay with your game plan, right? This is – you know, I get it, but – they did what the Jets did last week. They ran away instead of running away from the run game. They ran away from the pass game. Yep. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. When you're down by fucking however many points that was, seventeen. You're down by seventeen points, and you you just nope. We, not got, let go. we got obviously the Bills Tennessee game, and the Bills keep showing why they're Super Bowl favorites, <sighs> not missing a beat, destroying the number one AFC seed from last year and the Tennessee Titans. Obviously, Tennessee Titans are not what they used to be. They have no receiving game. Brian Tannehill is fucking decimated. Derrick Henry can't run the ball because there's no one to throw the ball to. Look, man, I, I know, I know that that Jackie, you're gonna hate me. You're gonna hate this segment because you listen and you're a Titans fan. 
But look, we said what we said two weeks ago. We said what we said last week. And here we are saying the same shit. If you stop Derrick Henry and you force Ryan Tannehill to throw the ball, you are not good. You got mad, you know, because you, you don't know, even have to stop him. You just keep him out of the end zone. Let him get any as many yards as you want. Keep him out of the end zone. And Ryan Tannehill, you can shut down. Titans are nothing. I mean, Derrick Henry went thirteen with thirteen carries for twenty-five yards. That's I'm ready to trade no, yards actually, on average. I thought about it today, and t- right now, just just bringing this back up solidified my answer. He's going on the trading block. Oh, you I in, have in the degenerate. I have him. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about in NFL. I'm like, what? No, no. I have him in degenerates. He's going on the trading block. No, I, I don't blame you. I, I, I just because all you all you have this is a very simple game plan playing the Titans. Eight men in the box. That's it. You win. Done. Traylon Burks showing spurts. I see it. He's yeah. showing spurts. He's he, you know, all that hoopla from the from the preseason and the in the OTAs and stuff. A bunch of fucking shit talk because people didn't know what to talk when because there was nothing to talk about in football. He he can be a number one. I keep saying it. Ryan Tannehill is done. Done. Yeah. That elite Titans team is no longer. The Titans are done. You're in a slight rebuild. Malik Willis, Traylon Burks, Derrick Henry, eventually you got to replace because he's done too. He got maybe two more good seasons in him. Yeah, this is this is honestly, I'm a huge like run the ball defense kind of person. So I'm especially huge after the last fan, like but... three years of him getting beat up so much, he's going to break down so much faster, Derrick Henry. So mm-hmm. you, I mean, yeah, he'll be productive the rest of his career, and 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 you know, give you, but he's not a number one. He's not a bruiser of, of taking all these reps anymore. Yeah, I think we're we are. You know, last year was the peak, and we're on the downswing. And when you're on the downswing of such a great running back, and you don't eleven for twenty and 117 yards with two interceptions is your quarterback. And last wow. week, who did Tennessee play? That, uh, that, because you, you can't even give them an excuse for last week either. They played the Giants. Exactly. The Giants shut him down. Ty Crowder put Henry on his fucking ass. Took him off planet Earth. Yeah. No, I, I, look, the, time, the Titans, it, it's panic time. You know, you said it before, and I'm sure you're going to say it again, but Malik Willis gets to start before long. Uh, Ryan Tannehill is going to get benched if he keeps playing like this. I mean, he already did. He got benched in the game. You're down 41 to fucking seven. They're like, yo, in, in the early third quarter, like, yo, bro, get the fuck off the field now. Get, just get off the field. You know what? Take the pads off. Go into the locker room. Start cooling down because when we when we go, when the game's over and we go in there as a team, we want you off the fucking locker room. Like, don't be there. Yeah, so do all your end game ritual now. So when we get back there, you're fucking waiting in the bus already. Dude, you know it's bad that Malik Willis completed one out of four passes and had a higher passer rating than Ryan Tannehill. Oh, yeah, they didn't let him throw the ball either. I'm just saying, he completed one pass and he had a 39.6 rating, whereas Ryan Tannehill completed 11 out of 20 passes with two interceptions for 32.7. Then we got the Eagles-Vikings. You had Eagles by seven. You don't even want to talk about the Bills? You're just going to gloss over? Oh, I mean, what is there to what is there nah, to talk about? I'm just being a dickhead. There's no. I'm about to say, like, what is oh, first? Okay, so you want to talk a little bit about the Bills? 
Uh, nothing to talk about. Yeah, I mean, you said Josh. No, you said Jay Herbs for MVP. But Josh Allen Josh Allen is playing fantastic. So Stefan Diggs is retorching the NFL, taking his previous 2020 number one NFL receiver uh, status again. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> 12, 12 receptions on 14 targets, 148 yards, and three tutties. He, he has, has more than every receiver Blender. on the other team. Yeah. Yes. He had, yes, he had more receiving guards than the entire Titans offense. That's insanity. Uh, it's insanity. Uh, there really isn't much to talk about in the place. The Bills are going to the Super Bowl. I, I feel like you can lock that in pretty much right now. Okay, next. <laughs> Eagles and Vikings. You had Eagles seven. I had Eagles by two. Eagles pulled it out um, in a relatively good blowout. Yeah, and it all happened in the first half. No scoring in the second half um, by anybody. Uh, Kirk Cousins, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Fucking poser. Fucking poser. Kirk Cousins is a fucking poser. If you still think Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback, I definitively know that you know nothing about football. You don't even know what a football is shaped like if you think Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. So that's that's the end of that. I mean, the, the Eagles have a good defense, but Kirk Cousins is an absolute fucking poser. Yeah. Um, the Eagles came out good, strong. Uh, Jalen Hurlock, he looked really good, but I'm not going to, like, Eagles fans are over here chewing the horn after they just gave him a bunch of shit the year prior. So they're over here like, yeah, he's not that great, and then Dick riding him right now after a 2-0 and start. So I'm not an Eagles fan. He's looked great, though. He's looked really, really good. The Eagles' offense looks really good. The offensive line is exactly what they're supposed to be. They're giving him time to throw the ball. He's averaging almost three and a half seconds in the pocket. Yeah, that's wild. So I think it's 3.1 seconds he's averaging in the pocket. He's averaging a, a great amount of time in the pocket to be able to throw the ball and or make a decision. You better be careful. It sounds like you've done research. Right? Be careful. Be careful. Right? Like, kind of like I know some shit, and it's not even my team. It's kind of like, it's maybe, maybe we do research on this show, maybe. Um, anyway, yeah, Dallas Goddard led the way, 82 yards. Devonta Smith right behind him at 80. Quez Watkins, 69 yards. <laughs> nice. Ties with A.J. Brown, 69 yards. I, I mean, the defense fucking put on a show. Darius Slay, two interceptions. Avante Maddox, one interception. The Eagles look good. I mean, the defense played well, which is what pretty much dominated the game. And Jalen Hurts did what he had to do in the first half of football because the second half wasn't great. He didn't throw up any fucking points. Yeah, nobody, everybody shit the bed in the second half. But look, I mean, when you go up by 17, do you really need to have the pedal to the floor? You know no, what I'm you need to make sure your defense does what it needs to do. And they did. And, and they did. And they did. Even the Eagles' notoriously bad backfield looked good. Miles Sanders, 80 yards. Jalen Hurts himself, 57 yards with two rushing tutties. Yeah, fantasy, fuck you, Miles Sanders. I needed a <laughs> touchdown. I need some receptions. Yeah, your 80 yards sounds good, but you gave me, like, fucking, like, six points. <laughs> yeah, fantasy and real football, a little bit, a little, a little bit different. But let's, let's get to the game. Yeah, let's, now – Let's now the last game of the of the, of the week, Let's get the best that. game of the year, the, the probably number one game in the last 30 seasons, 
probably fucking should go down historically in uh, the Hall of Fame as like the greatest game of all time. The Jets. The Jets. The Jets and Browns at that. You know, and I'm not going to lie, for four quarters and 13 minutes, this game had me only mildly annoyed, right? Because the Browns have an amazing game plan. Go check out our Patreon. I wrote the pregame and postgame. I actually read it. It was fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the, The Browns had an amazing game plan. Run the ball box out with receivers run the ball box out with receivers and the jets couldn't get anything they stopped them you stopped every pass real short you know jacoby Brissett had an average of like 8.5 yards stopped every pass nice and short but they just couldn't jump the routes they just couldn't stop he went 22 for 27 yeah and the whole game small hitch routes bubble routes thinking goes mm-hmm and the whole game, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Just fucking stop Jacoby Brissett. Nick Chubb does what Nick Chubb does, except Nick Chubb doing what Nick Chubb does. Fucked this game for the Browns, and we'll get there. But for three quarters and and 13 minutes, this was a back-and-forth game. Had the Jets, you know, probably going to lose, but I liked what I saw out of the offense. I wish the defense was a little bit more explosive, but not awful. Right. And then. And then. And then. And you know what? Right before we get into what happened. So we'll break down the play real quick. The Browns pretty much are on like the seven yard line, mm-hmm. 10 yard line, whatever you want to call it. Um, or whatever it is, because there's yeah. no whatever you want to call it. Um, they do a run play. Uh, Chubb bounces to the left completely jukes out the defender. Like, you know what? On skates. He makes that tackle. The, the Jets, Jets are lose. like, Jets lose because they're going to go for the field goal. Mm-hmm. If he makes that tackle, he completely fakes out the first defender, goes toward the first down. Now, I think there was two yards yeah. from first down to end zone. Mm-hmm. He gets the first down. At the Once he's at the first down, he actually breaks a tackle. Mm-hmm. And then walks into the end zone. I think this is a coach's error. I don't think it's a Nick Chubb error. I think it's a coach's error. I don't think the coaches related to him go down. Do not go in the end zone. Go out I, of bounds if you have to. Right, right. No, I agree with you. I definitely agree that it's it's on Stefanski and the coaching staff, but it's also on Chubb. You got to have your head on a swivel. You're a grown-ass man. You got to know the game situation. Now, there's plenty of pit fights in, in social media comments. Well, who wouldn't score? Nick? Of course Nick Chubb's going to score. Look, there is a history of running backs just going down and falling down before the score to run out the time. Because, mind you, the Jets had wasted all their timeouts. This is the play, like, ten, not even 10 milliseconds before the two-minute warning. If the Browns get the first down and kneel, it's over. Now I get it. I now now I get it. There's that there's that sense right there. You you do that, then you take kind of the fun out of the game and you just kneel the whole two minutes. That's fucking bullshit. I hate that. I like the fact he went to the end zone. Because in the Browns head is like there's no way they come back. Well in mistake. the Browns head, there is absolutely no way they come back. You got two minutes to come back from double digits. You need so, two touchdowns. Mistake number one. Chubb and they missed the, the, the extra point. Number mistake number two, Kate York misses the extra point. 
But I sat there and I saw the extra point miss and I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. If this wasn't the Jets, I'd be like, we have a chance. But it's the Jets. We don't have a chance. My daughter's down 14. You're really like, like, no way. Unless it's Tom Brady. No fucking way. Right. My daughter's like, Dad, you, can we go outside? Can we go up and play? I'm like, no, the jet, the game is on. Give me two minutes and we'll be right out. Like, just I got to watch this dumb shit to the end. So the, the Jets get the ball. Uh, what, a seven-yard little, like, out route, whatever. No timeouts, a minute 55 seconds left, a little out route, whatever. And then I look up, and Corey Davis is walking into the end zone on the second play of the drive. Complete blown coverage. I don't know if the Browns, like, took the Jets lightly, took the game lightly, or or thought it was a practice, but they just started lollygagging around like, yeah, we got this. They're not going to make the plays. So I saw a play breakdown of this touchdown, and the person arguing, because I agree with you. I thought they were just like, Haha, fuck it, it's the Jets. Let's just give them a touchdown for funsies. But this, it was on Twitter. I forgot who it was, but someone was breaking down the play and saying that this was a play that was set up the whole game because this was a play that they'd run time and time and time and time and time and time and time again, but have run it as like a hitch. And have, each time, you know, has been underneath, 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 and that it set up this bait for the long ball. Whether it was lollygagging, whether it was here you go, whether it was, you know, just a perfect play call by LaFleur, whatever the deal may be, all of a sudden, Corey Davis is walking from the 15-yard line. From the minute he the caught the ball, he walked it in. The nearest there, person, I think, was the safety, and he was about 15 to 20 yards out. Yeah, and I look up, I'm like, what? No fucking way. So then, you know, then the Jets are down by six, but you got to get an onside kick, right? No one's recovered one, I don't think, this season. Fucking, there's just no way that it's going to happen. Braden Man put the ball sideways. Sideways. By the way, Braden Man, everyone, the Braden Man experiment is dead. Braden Man sucks. Oh, my God, comes out here on a fourth down, by the way. Fake punt converts it with a pass. Um, but Braden Man puts it sideways, spins that bitch like a top, and the Jets recover. Now they're on their own 47 with, I what, like 55 I like seconds tackle, or something though. like that? Like Amari Cooper went to catch that ball, and dude hit the boomstick to stop him, and they just recovered it. Uh-huh. And then the Jets drive down the field. Uh, I mean, we're hitting passes left and right, uh, dinks and dunks, ins and outs, perfect play calling. And then the rookie for his second career touchdown, second of the day, splits the zone. Boom, cheddar. But Nine it doesn't end catches, there. what, 112? Eight catches, 102 yards, two tutties. And a and game then, winner? But it doesn't end there because the Browns have, like, however many seconds left, Jacoby Brissett breaks out of the pocket on their first play and fucking gets down to just outside of field goal range. And I'm like, oh, of course, the Jets are going to lose this on a fucking last second field goal because it's the Jets. And do you know who made the interception? Dude, from what I heard, it was his first play of the game. It was his only play. The only play that Ashton Davis saw on an NFL field on Sunday at 1 p.m., was the play of the game, well, not the play of the game, but the play that was needed and pulls off an interception. The Jets fucking... And then goes down. You know, he doesn't... You know what I didn't like? How the Browns reacted. He goes down, he takes the knee, he stops the play, he gets up, and the Browns player comes over, like, five seconds after the fact, he already went down the call. 
ball's been called and everything, and starts like trying to punch the ball out mm-hmm. and completely be like what the yeah. Browns are, just pieces of shit. Yup. This was I like I said at the top of the show, how we introed this. I got the cops called on me. I was screaming bloody fucking murder. Screaming. Holy shit, what a game. This was amazing. When it came down to it, Zach, you ended up with a record of six wins and eight losses. And I ended up with seven wins and seven losses. Okay. All right. So you beat me by one. I'm closing the gap. Yes. You're not really closing the gap because last week you were three and 13 and I was seven and nine. Look, you're staying consistent. I'm getting better. That's all that matters. All right. (laughs) What a week. What a week too, man. Let's just jump right over into week three. We've held these people long enough. We're starting Thursday night. Oh, correction. Correction. No, you are. Eight and eight. Sorry. You ended up eight and eight this week. I didn't count the Bills Eagles because I was waiting for the results and I didn't add it in. You are eight and eight. I am nine and seven. Damn. All right. Whatever. I'm getting better. You're staying consistent. That's all that matters. (laughs) Thursday night, week three, divisional matchup. We have the Steelers versus the Browns. Cleveland is actually favored by this by four and a half, according to ESPN. You said Cleveland at home against the Steelers. Cleveland Steelers. I need to get a pen to start writing these bitches down. Um, Cleveland Steelers. I'm going to give it to Cleveland. I'm taking the Steelers here. I've got the Steelers by like two. No way Mike Tomlin loses to the Browns. No way. I'm going to say Cleveland by three. I got to write, write these down because I don't have a pen. Who do I look right like? I look write like these a- down so we can get it ready for next week. All right, what do you got? I said Cleveland by three. And I've got I've got the Steelers by like three or four. You know what's crazy? That Jets game? You said Jets by one. Damn, I'm good. I said Jets by three. You said Jets by one, though. That should get me like an automatic win on the week. That should, I, was, I was like, damn, he really called that. 31 to 30. Should get me the win on the week. All right, then we got Bengals coming to New York to play the Jets. You already know. Jets, Jets by four. Yeah, I got the Jets by four as well. That's exactly where I was going. I don't think the Jets blow them out, but I definitely got the Jets in this one. I want to see the Jamar Chase-Gardner matchup. I want him to shut him the fuck down. I want this defense to tear through that offensive line and put pressure on Joe Burrow. I think think they still score points, but I got the Jets by four. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I agree with everything that you said. I think this is a game for the Jets defense. Keep scaring the fuck out of Bengals. They're scared right now. They're scared. Mm-hmm. Put the pressure on them. I agree. And it looks like Zach is still going to be out for week three, which is fine. We knew that going into it. 
But uh, I, I, I yeah. advocate for it. I don't want him against the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's take it nice and slow. No need to have him out there. I think the Jets. We're one and one. A little bit more pressure if we were zero and two, but we're one and one. Mm-hmm. Sitting pretty, coming off of a big comeback win. Anything is possible. We've got the Texans traveling to Chicago. I've got. I'm taking the Bears by. Let's go six. Mm. I got the Texans by seven. Fair enough. All right. Then we got the Raiders to Tennessee, both 0-2. Vegas is favored by two and a half. I, I, I'm taking the Raiders. Uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. Raiders, Raiders by eight. Yeah, I got the Raiders. I don't know about. Hmm. Because of the demise the Raiders gave me this week, I got to give the effort that maybe Derrick Henry and that team will go off. But at the same time, seeing the Tennessee Titans lose so badly the last two weeks, I also think the Raiders have enough firepower to win the game. Fair enough. I mean, I've got Raiders by five. And we've got the Chiefs versus the Colts in Indy. Chiefs are favored by six and a half. (laughs) I got Chiefs Chiefs by 15. Uh, I wrote it down before you. I got the Chiefs by 17. But yeah, no, we're on the we're on the same page here. The Colts uh, have been disappointing. Yeah, the Colts are going to get fucking ruined. And we got the big one, Bills Dolphins. That's going to be a good one. I've already wrote down my answer. I got the I, Bills by 10. Bills by 10. I got the Bills by... I'm good with that. Bills by 10. Bills by 10. I like it. We've got the Lions and the Vikings. Lions, Vikings. Lions by three. Damn, we are dead on the same page this week. I wrote that down too. Lions by by three. I feel like the Lions, that's all their matchups. It's it's a three-point fucking matchup. Yeah, I don't think they have the ability right now to absolutely explode, but I do think that they're going to be winning more games than losing. It's going to be obviously. hard to stop Justin Jefferson, though. True. True that. But I think in a gunfight, I ugh, this is going to taste awful coming out of my mouth. In a gunfight, I trust Jared Goff more than I do Kirk Cousins. Ooh, I can see less picks from Jared Goff than Cousins. That... <laughs> hurt me to say um we've got the ravens visiting the patriots i've i've got the ravens by 10 ravens by six fair enough we've got another divisional matchup the eagles going to washington to play the commies I got the Eagles by 13, personally. It's like that. It's like that. I don't know. Washington's been a little bit of surprising. True. True. Um... Where are they? Are they at Philly or are they at DC? 
DC. I I kind of want to go Washington. Ooh, okay. A surprise win. Washington by five. Ooh. Mm. All right. I see you. We got the Aints heading to Carolina to take on the Panthers. I'll take the Saints. What you got? Saints, Saints by six. I put them down by seven. I like it. Then we've got the Jags going to to uh, Los Angeles to play the Chargers. We already know who I've got. Jags. <laughs> I'm not even taking that shit seriously. I've already got Chargers down by your name. <laughs> Chargers. Um, Justin Herbert might be a game time decision, but even at that, I think the Chargers are going to take that. Chargers by ten. I got the Chargers by 17. No way the fucking Jags are oh, real. Damn. Yeah, fuck the Jags. They're not real. I'm sorry. Can't convince me. Rams go to Arizona to play the Cardinals. Rams by nine. Ooh, I got the Rams by two. After, I, Not that I have a lot of faith in the Cardinals, but after last week's shenanigans, anything can happen, and a late Matt Stafford interception might be a thing that occurs. Let's see. We've got the Falcons versus the Seahawks. Damn. Um... I got the Seahawks by three in this. Give me the Falcons by two. Okay. No matter what, I don't think either of these offenses are going to go crazy. Exactly, yeah. And I need we... to go off, though. Eventually, he's got to. There's no way he can stay this way forever. And we've got the Packers going to Tampa to play the Bucks. Mm. Bucks by... Give me Bucks by six. So I have the Bucks, and I have yet to write a point because I don't know if it's going to be by two, or I don't know if it's going to be by twenty. Uh, this has this can either be a Packers shit show in which the Tampa defense just goes nuts, or you know Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I'm going to put it in the middle. Bucks by seven. Bucks by seven. Okay. And what'd you say? Bucks by six. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then we got Niners heading to Denver to play the Broncos. Niners. Niners by nine. I have the Niners by 10. And then we got another NFC East matchup. We got Du Bois. Coming to New York on Monday night to play the Giants. I bet you, you take know who I got in this one. I'm, I'm writing down the Cowboys for you. Don't worry. Cut that shit out. That might be your household. <laughs> but my woman doesn't hold that leash on me. Kristen, <laughs> tell it. Giants. I'm taking the Giants by... 
five. So while the Cowboys impressed me against the Bengals, I think that's more of a Bengals slump than it is a Cowboys win. So I, too, have the Giants, but I only have the Giants by one. Giants about to be 3-0, and baby. That very well could be. Very well could be. So before we end it, guys, thank you for listening for this long. Hopefully you've done your research and you can intelligently debate with us because we would love to. Um, just not going to entertain. Oh, you should do your research. Bullshit. Um, but <laughs> I, that's all I got, man. I, I hope week three he is said happy. what he said, motherfucker. Stop with your bullshit. We right. You wrong. I hope that week three is half the week week two was. Although I wouldn't mind if the Jets won by 100 and just made my, because the last week cut 10 years off my life pretty easy. So I wouldn't mind. As long as the Jets Jets win, I'm happy. And I think they can, man. Bengals coming off of two bad losses. You know, Joe Flacco, elite Garrett Wilson is being everything that we want. I still need Joe Flacco to play well enough, though, because I haven't been fantasy. No, that's what I'm saying. I think he will. I think you will. But, man, that's all I got. Everybody, you know, you already know the drill. TikTok, Twitter, the whole fucking night. I'm not going to repeat it. It's up there if you're watching it. If you're not watching and you're listening, just fucking Google me, Chuck. That's it. You saw what we said?